0: Look out in the street there. You know what you don't see? My car, because I had to sell it to pay the lawyer I hired when I got busted for drunk driving. You know what else you don't see? My
1: girlfriend, who decided that a guy with no car and no license and no money was no fun. And hey, you know what else you don't see? You don't see me leaving for work in the morning, because I missed
0: so much time with court and everything that I got fired. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration.
1: BLOB TALK
2: RADIO Hi folks, I'm Chris Daly and with my partner Denise Maxwell we seek out great Jamaicans doing great things and we have a treat for you tonight. We're going to be introducing Michael Irvin Phillips a man with a powerful pen. He had left Jamaica to come to Howard University, and he decided to actually stay in the U.S. He received uh, two degrees, a master's in education and a B.S. in chemistry. But that did not slow him down. When you have a powerful pen, you use it to write and to influence. And his book, Leave the Rat Race to the Rats, a sequel to his previous book, Boy Cut Money and to Save Your Soul launching the Goodwill Revolution. The first book launched the Goodwill Revolution, which this one applied to it. Previous works is that of poems, poems for husband and other underdogs, a compilation and publishing of portrait books, Bitten by Bonzo and Living in Constant Spring. However, most recently, he has spent his time as a one-month production of Hot Collar a newsletter about Caribbean News and Views. From April of 1992 to December of 1992, it was published monthly, but then technology is taking it over and he now publishes on the web. This evening, Janice will engage him in some reflective conversation. Janice, take it away.
1: Chris. Hi, Michael.
0: Hi. Hi, both of you. Uh, It's quite an honor to be here and... I am glad to be here.
1: So share with us a little bit about your Jamaican roots.
0: Well, I was born in Kingston and spent most of my youth there. I went to KC for three years, then we moved to Mandeville, and I went to Manchester High School where I, from which I graduated, worked a year in Kingston and then came to Washington, D.C. to attend Howard University.
1: And as you know, we are all alum. We all have that Howard connection, me, Chris, and you. So what influenced you to decide on a career of the choices you made?
0: Well, uh, my education, I, I was uh, trained to be a teacher. I actually mm-hmm. went back home to Jamaica after I graduated for three and a half years and taught in high school there and then Mm -hmm. migrated to America. And when I came to America, uh, uh, I had to be a citizen to teach. It took five years minimum to become a citizen, so I ended up in the highway department uh, uh, as a highway engineer.
1: Oh, so you you are just a well-rounded person. (laughs) Okay, so describe the rhythms of the Caribbean that cultivated your soul.
0: Oh, that's a, quite a mouthful there. Um, I'm not sure how to answer this, but I, I will mention the fact that, you know, as kids, we used to go to the country during the holidays, and I, I remember mm-hmm. going to Oroca Bessa, and, and one of the things that struck me there, my granduncle or something like that died, and they dug the grave on the property and uh, which was quite a job it was rocky and they had to change it and I thought it was there and, and the, the grave diggers would be singing the, the old Jamaican folk songs as they did and this went on through the night and that really made an impression on me um, mm-hmm. so I, I maybe those songs cultivated my soul yeah and it's
1: interesting because I had a I experienced something like that too in in um in the country because it's, it's just not you, you know like burying your relatives on the property of like mm, okay well there's something new so your um your choice of Howard you know there's a saying that if you go to school it's either the U E or Howard you know it's it, it's in your it's on it, it's in your birth certificate contract is that true <laughs> What did you decide to go to Howard
0: well, Howard had a reputation uh, already yeah. in Jamaica, and, <laughs> and then my, my mother moved to Washington D.C., and so uh, it seemed destiny was pointing yeah. me to Howard, and and I accepted yeah. it. Although I was, my brother and sister came ahead of me, my younger, mm-hmm. and I was reluctant even to come to Washington D.C., but destiny drove me to Howard, and.
1: Yeah, (laughs) the 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 Jamaican connection is strong at Howie and you and um (laughs) and the whole Caribbean.
2: Yeah, the whole Caribbean,
1: Caribbean. but but I I was was kind of focusing on us. So, how did you manage your experience at to a new country? You know, when was it a culture shock, or you were you had some um, ideas about it?
0: Well. You know, looking back, uh, I think I, uh, it was not that much of a shock because of how there are many Jamaicans to cushion that shock. So it, it created a sort of bridge between this, uh, our culture and the American culture there. I mean, within, yeah. uh, and, and. It, 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 You know, the, the traveling to a new country is part of the important part of your education, just that. You know, I remember within, I think, six months of being here, yeah, I worked my way through college, and I got my first job was as a messenger for Western Union. That really got me to know the city, riding mm. a bicycle around Washington, D.C. That's a long time. Well,
1: so you were one of those couriers. Yeah, they still, believe it or not, they still have those. I didn't know that they, they still have them. I mean, in, no,
0: it's with the, in new
1: the electronic age. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I'm talking about. I, I'm based in Chicago. You don't see them out in the suburbs, but you do see them yeah. in the city. And they're on their bicycle, and they got the little backpack. And it's interesting because yeah. you know Chicago. When it gets cold, they're still pedaling around. <laughs> but they, it's it's really. Of the documents, maybe they're they're sensitive documents, and the one I'm going well, through. The well, we, we
0: only this we only distributed telegrams, nothing sensitive. And, oh,
1: and, and. okay. But
0: yeah, well, of I mean, one, it was a hallmark for me, but I think it was the first job I made as much as a dollar an hour. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Yeah, no. I, um, but when I said curious, they have their backpacks, and they usually work with a lot of um architecture firms, going back oh, and I forth. That's yeah, how they well, do that now. We weren't so, that sophisticated. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm sure, So the concept is, um, the the method of transporting is is the same. The business model has changed for different products, that yeah. you have to change for the time. You know. So but, yeah, I'm, but the I'm sure. the important thing.
0: The important thing about it, I got a real good view of a cross section of
1: Americans of country, because yeah. all
0: types of people get. Uh, telegrams and so that that was a good introduction from that
1: point. Yeah, that and cab drivers. So um, I also and did that. Ninety percent, yeah, and ninety percent of cab cabbies are foreigners. So really, you you may say it's low on the totem pole in terms of um, status, in terms of jobs, but really that's how you get to learn a place if you drive around Definitely. and learn the ins and So. It 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 is a good job. It is a good gateway job for. Well, I any, I consider um, driving individual. the taxi
0: my favorite job because I was my own boss. I had my own hours. Uh, it mm. was a luxury.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, how are you in a better position to create a world by leaving the rat race, as in your new book? By the way, I've read your other books and they're fantastic. And I encourage. Our audience to do the thing. We're focusing on the, the the most recent book. and um, so how would you do that? How do you want to create a better world?
0: Well, through your book? well, first of all, uh, what the rat race, of course, is, is is I think is the big problem with the world today, which is this uh, um, fascination and addiction to money, seeking money uh, at the expense of almost everything else. Um, and this, I think, has really ruined our institutions and has, it's a culture that is damaging. For in this culture of, of chasing after money, greed and selfishness are assets. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 if you are kind and considerate and caring, they are pretty much liabilities, uh, and and okay. that is a big problem, uh, and uh, we don't realize it. That but everyone is, is you know is conditioned to that. That is part of our culture, and the culture uh, and it has created a lot of problems. Uh, when uh, now leaving the rat race, I'm leaving the rat race for the goodwill revolution. I call it which is instead of focusing on money, I'm, I'm putting people first. And by that, it's, it's a message of Christmas, goodwill towards all. And I believe we should, all that energy that we turn towards making money, we should make our priority establishing strong relationships with other people.
1: So in other words, you don't want us to be a gor Did you ever see the movie Wall Street with Gordon Gecko? Yes, I there's a Greed is, Greed is
0: good. <laughs> Greed is
1: good. It, so it is an advantage
0: in this rat race. And I'd and l- <laughs> also like to mention my inspiration from the title came from Bob Marley. Really? really? Which song? Oh, rat race.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's um, true. Well, he, 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 he's a rap very race. influential person. Oh, rat race, it's
0: a disgrace.
1: Mm-hmm. To see the
0: human race yeah. in a rat race. That's the, yeah. the, the line from the Bob Marley thing. And Bob was right on target. Uh, which, you know, I, I've used lots of uh, important persons uh, and like Dr. Martin Luther King and, and Nelson Mandela as, as my authorities in, in, in writing this book. No, my, mm. the goodwill Rep revolution that I talk about, uh, and it's really uh, it's saving the world. But I'm focusing on the ghetto, the the place that needs it the most is the ghetto, and uh, mm. uh, you know, and it's based mm. on man's Inherent goodness Which I believe man is inherently good Of course people have deliberated that But in my book I think I give Substantial evidence that That is the case
1: Now, now that's an um, interesting point that you mentioned the ghetto Because when you say um, You want to write About revamping the ghetto Many people Willing to misinterpret that Or interpret that as gentrification And as you know being in um, in the D.C. area, gentrification does not help the people who live in the Gentrification is it the opposite. It right. helps Right. It is the complete opposite
0: of what I'm talking about.
1: Right. Um, so, unfortunately, this is not benefit. So, what is the alternative solution to um, you're proposing here?
0: Well, as I said, it's strengthening relationships. Now, you know, in the ghetto right now, they push education and deservedly so, on to become an entrepreneur and all this stuff. Well, a few choice people will, will benefit from that. but the, uh, and, and they'll be plucked away from the ghetto. They'll graduate from the ghetto. But the ghetto remains bad. Now, me, I am concerned with, the ghetto itself I want all the people in the ghetto to be improved by this and I think by focusing on relationships and strengthening uh, goodwill towards all you know it's 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 a rat race in the ghetto it's each man for himself we have high crime and we have bad policing and all those type of things in the ghetto I
1: mm-hmm. want to
0: change that and I think this is a cultural change it's a revolution. It's a cultural revolution. We have got to mm. change. I'm changing attitudes here, and I am hoping that I will get some people to. My book is to start the revolution. I want leaders of this revolution. I want people to join the revolution.
1: So it's basically a spark or an instruct, a blueprint to, right. to to get this, to get a new mindset thinking. Yes. So technology continues. At a rapid march, creating lifestyle changes in its wake, so how can we not compromise our humanities this way?
0: Well, unchecked with the rat race, we will compromise our humanity. That's one of the things that really worries me. Uh, 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 experts have said that technology might make labor irrelevant. There won't be enough jobs for people because technology will take over the jobs. So who will care about those people who, who, who whose jobs have been replaced in large numbers? If we go along looking for money alone and not caring more about people, those people will be set adrift. And this is the type of thing that I am trying to prevent and, and raise the consciousness. Uh, and And at the same time, we will be Ourselves better off by abandoning this this mad uh, pursuit of, of 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 money and things and power, or all, all those things, you know. And, mm-hmm. and I, I like to use I use an example in the book, a hypothetical example here of who are who two individuals. One I call um, Blue Blood Bob, who is rich. He lives in a million dollar house he has a lamborghini and ghetto willie who lives in a slum apartment he has a barely has a job that doesn't even pay a living wage and but but something is missing and ghetto willie is better off than bob and you know why because ghetto willie is happy and with all his riches Um, Blue Bud Bob is not happy The problem is that our goal Should be happiness, not rich And we think that by becoming rich We'll be automatically happy And it's not so Now if you can be poor and happy Then why do you need to be rich The chances of people in the ghetto being rich Are non-existent So let us aim for happiness and that is what my book is doing. I am making happiness the real goal, and happiness is through strengthening relationships with each other, and goodwill mm-hmm. towards each other, and uh, and the one part. You know, it, I, I am against retaliation, which is probably it, tough to imagine. That's a, that's a
1: human it, trait to be spiteful <laughs> and vengeful. So it is something that uh, we all fall short of. So what wisdom well, would you do you have for parents about how to raise their kids today, well, and not you know, be a part of that uh, vengeful cycle?
0: Well, you know, I'm going to. This is in my book, and uh, you know, you know the, the African phrase, "It takes a village." Well, yes. I want mm-hmm. the ghetto to be not just to get it. I want it to be this village. And I I use this example in my book. Um, This mother, her son, bicycle is stolen, and it's stolen by a seven-year-old boy. And she's able to find the boy with the bicycle. And, of course, she gets the bicycle back and says, you're probably going to be a thief the rest of your life and all that, and you're on your way to things." Now, the, the goodwill revolutionary way, is that this mother would seek out the mother of that kid and said, uh, I'm concerned about your son. He stole my bicycle, and I think I could help him. And may I sit down and have a talk with both of you? And in the talk, uh, I'm going to read this, if you don't mind. Uh, the the talk is there. I'm concerned about your future, Johnny. Johnny is the one who stole the bicycle. Do you know, Johnny, that stealing a bicycle is a crime? Do you know that you could go to jail for that? That Johnny is only seven. Are you a thief or do you want to be a thief? If you go to jail as a thief, you will be locked away and you will lose your freedom. Losing your freedom means you will not see your loving mother, your friends, be unable to play games, go to the movies, and so on. It will make your mother very unhappy, so unhappy, I'm sure she will just cry to lose you. Do you want to make your mother unhappy to make her cry? Do you really think stealing a bicycle is worth that headache? Let us do things to make your mother proud of you. Your mother already has a very hard life, working hard to look after you. Do not make it harder for her. I don't want you to go to jail. That is a horrible thing. Let's be friends. I hope you will get, let me be your friend. Whenever I see you, I will say hi and ask, how are you doing? It takes a village to raise a child. Let's be that village in the ghetto.
1: Quite true. And, and there was a time where, where if you, um, I'm sure you've read um, stuff like James Baldwin, when he talks about how it was in ghetto, it, he, um, it was a sense of family. But not yeah. so not like that anymore. No, um, it's not. But, right, and everything changed dramatically. Uh I guess in the sixties. Um so look in your crystal ball and paint two stories five years out. What do you see? When we use your when we read your book and follow that blueprint that you have for us.
0: Well, um, you know it's difficult uh, I mean it would be really great if my revolution would take hold i think I think we would eliminate a lot of problems. I think we'd have a and, kinda and we're gonna and, and
1: we're gonna claim it because when you there's power in in the words, so we're gonna occupy your book and um follow follow your advice. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, m- my aim in in five years would be great is to make n- the ghetto not only as good as the rest of uh, uh, the communities, but I, my aim is to make it better. Because yep. if 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 it's loaded with the goodwillists, as I call people who follow the goodwill revolution, they will uh, we will have a a a, a happier uh, ghetto where, where people look out for each other, where people don't put money first. Where people care about each other and uh, and uh, I, I think you know that is better better than these uh mac mansions sprouting up and people two people living in in a a sixty room house in places like that i mean you know it doesn't even make yeah. sense we will we will you know with people valuing other people and 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 this you know. I, I, I talk about crime in it, removing crime in the ghetto, and I put the steps to do that, to use fuel hmm. also by goodwill. you know. That's I cool. don't know. Uh, my chapter on crime is crime is the loser's game. I mean, uh, as I said, you know, someone who does crime, they don't have any pension plan, they don't have any retirement, and they can be locked up at any moment. And they're robbing from poor people who doesn't don't have much uh, much money anyhow, uh, and uh, you know. And I think I think I think we could manage crime by goodwillers because a lot of the crime comes from gangs. Gangs have leaders. Leaders, if they are a leader, they have a certain talent, and they have a responsibility to their members to make sure that you give them the best opportunities
1: you, and, and pers- a structure. It is a social structure. When you look structure. at these gangs, yeah, and it's kind of like a corporation. There's, there's a the CEO and vice and minions. And well, in no, a lot of, but in, I think, in the you know,
0: they're trying, I think it's a mistake to try and break up gangs. The thing my book is doing, I am converting gangs to doing good. The thing is, People who join gangs have often been rejected, and gangs give them a sense of identity, of belonging, which, which their society, unfortunately, has not done. My objective is not to break them up, but try to get them to do good. Now, gangs have done good. In the Freddie, in, in the Freddie Gray uprising that we had here in Baltimore with the police killing of that unarmed guy, during that violence... The gangs got together and tried to keep the peace. You know, hardly anyone knows about that. But it was reported. I myself wrote to mayor and said, you know, give them some positive reinforcement. Say, thank them. The church members should have got up in their pulpits and identified this wonderful, how these people tried to save it. But, we, you know, that's what we got to do. we got to use positive reinforcement. And I think we could get gangs, you know... Uh, gangs converted to, to a sense of belonging and what we need to yeah. do is convert those gangs to do good instead of bad things and I think that is feasible in under my uh, uh, goodwill revolution you know um,
1: yeah. well okay
0: a, and so if we continue our, our present task you see yes well our present task is, is, is you know as I said all the time to is our present system is broken <laughs> you know it's mm-hmm. broken our political system is, is 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 gridlock we have homeless people all over in the richest country in the world uh we have people run out in health care we have police abusing unarmed black people. I mean the system is broken, and it's only band aids uh, the other thing is. We've got to make a cultural change. those are bandits and and it it's unlikely it's going to make any dramatic change unfortunately
1: and by reading your fantastic book, you do provide a blueprint for us to make changes in our um in our lives and in our community. So how can folks follow you teaching and getting your fine work
0: well. My book is on Amazon, um, Leave the Rat Race to the Rats. It's also, I'm, I'm having problems with my webpage, which I only found out today. I thought it was all fine. But if you go to my hotcallaloo.com which, which is my Caribbean sort of newsletter blog, um, if you click on the link there for the book, you, you can get it there, and it's, you, you'll get a better deal from my website than you will at Amazon.
1: Damn, so, um any party with them?
0: Well, I hope I hope I really hope we can get some uh, leaders for the good revolution. You know, revolution is not easy. I mean, people uh you know, the civil rights revolution was was some serious sacrifices and abuse that people took and 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 they stuck to it because they believed in what they're doing. Well, mm-hmm. you don't have to do all this sacrifice, physical and risk physical abuse, but you have got to make a decision to give up some of those uh, uh, sacred codes and and materialistic beliefs that we have had. The, um,
1: Quite true. And, uh,
0: you know, and it's not that hard. You know, people think it's hard, but we are we are bombarded with advertisements and brainwashed and all that type of stuff. There like that. Oh. but it's not mm-hmm. that hard.
1: It's not that hard if we put our minds to it. And one of the best ways to do it is to read your book. So to learn about Jamaican Diaspora, visit JamaicanDiaspora.net to learn more about Chris Daly. Visit Digital to Grow Media. And as you know, if you visit Hot Collar you will see your wonderful book, Chris um, and Michael, We're very happy to spend some time with you. So, bye now.
0: Bye, and it was great talking to you both. Okay. Look out in the street there. You know what you don't see? My car. Because I had to sell it to pay the lawyer I hired when I got busted for drunk driving.
1: You know what else you don't see? My girlfriend, who decided that a guy with no car and no license and no money was no fun. And hey, you know what else you don't see? You don't see
0: me leaving for work in the morning. Because I missed so much time with court and everything that I got fired. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. The Oscar race begins with the year's most inspiring film, Florence Foster Jenkins.
1: At this dark moment in our history, music matters.
0: Based on the incredible true story of the world's most unlikely singer who inspired a nation. That
2: dame's got me happy to be
0: alive. Critics are raving. Meryl Streep is a serious Oscar contender for her latest tour de force performance. I'm afraid. They're going to love you. You have to see
1: to believe. This is what we live for this moment. Florence Foster Jenkins. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing in theaters.